Hi everyone, it's Dalapo, and welcome back to Dalapo and Friends Do Better podcast. This episode, I have one of my childhood friends, Emily. She's here with me, and we're talking about a bunch of different things. Not gonna lie, the podcast is a little bit chaotic, but we will get through that. We're gonna talk about seeking validation, and also our Disney Channel original that is our life, Stuck in the Bro Zone. I hope y'all enjoy. Thank you. Hi everyone, um, I'm going to go ahead and have Emily introduce herself. Um, hi, <laughs> I'm Emily, um, and Delapo and I met in the seventh grade, I think. Um, we had the same homeroom together um, for like our star test or tax test, like whatever standardized test they had that year before they switched all up. Um, and we've been friends ever since. I don't even know like what the first conversation was. I can't remember. But we quickly time. realized that both of us laughed at very inappropriate times and it's been a it's been a forever bond. That, mm. That's me. The <laughs> <laughs> last of the while, she's also um a nursing student. I be having I just have a lot of nursing friends. I don't know what it is. Nursing people are just good people and I attract good people. So uh yeah, we're talking about a bunch of different things today. It's not really too much correlation here, but like it's just things that even today when we were getting dinner that um, just kind of came up in conversation. Also had a very dramatic dinner <laughs> for whatsoever reason. <laughs> Emily got enemies out here. People <laughs> ready to fight her on the spot. No. <laughs> just, just... <laughs> nah, no, it's all, it's all good. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's just people, I don't know. I just want to send a PSA out there that if you have an issue with somebody and it's been years, let it go. Here's the thing. If we got in a disagreement in the 10th grade, <laughs> we are adults. Or at least we pretend to be. Mm-hmm. And we pay taxes now. They, our paychecks gone to taxes. Yep. So get rid of your 10th grade biases. It's, I am so sorry. It's, I know. If it is over. Apology, yeah. Come up to the table if you really wanted to apologize. Let's talk. And you know what? If you can't even remember why <laughs> you have to give somebody a funny look after how many years? Six years? It's not that serious. Now, this person had a visceral response to walking into the same restaurant as <laughs> and Emily. And seeing Delapo and I and just she just said, no. Nope. She said, mm, I'm going to storm out of here. My friend's going to have to chase after me to ask me what's wrong. I was like, did Emily cheat on your <laughs> Is Emily your husband's mistress? What kind of behavior is Not this? lucky enough for that. <laughs> I was like, okay. No. But anyways, we had we talked about a bunch of different things. Um, one of them being validation and moments that we seek validation from others. Um, I don't know, Emily, you want to expound on like kind of what we kind of talked about? Yeah, so um, just like in reference to like what we were just talking about or whatever about, you know, people letting things go and 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 things happening and whatever um I just think a lot of the things that people do um I know even myself um that end up you know being negative or don't come off like in the best light I think it's because we are searching for validation um and I I don't know I don't know why that is you know Mm -hmm. yeah 
Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I just think that a lot of people, a lot of their issues stem from needing validation. Um, For instance, like certain relationships that are very codependent and, you know, from the people on the outside can see that this is clearly not a relationship that's benefiting that person, either person in, in any way. But they'll remain in that relationship because it's better to have somebody than nobody. Mm-hmm. It's better to be, you know, valid in the eyes of somebody else than it is to try and just be valid to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's like a really, I know that's really relevant in my life. Mm-hmm. Just making sure that I am the one that valid validifies <laughs> I am a nursing major I have never in my life liked English it is my native language uh, but but I'm not but an I'm, expert. I'm not very good at it I will say that mm-hmm. but I have to remind myself a lot especially as I've gotten older to find validation through myself mm-hmm. and myself only mm-hmm. and I think our generation especially looks to social media Mm -hmm. and looks to other people in their lives or other people that were in their lives and thinks oh my god this person is doing this and that and this and that and I'm not valid that I'm not doing these things Mm -hmm. like where am I you know but you can't look to I feel like this is a rant but this no it's coming from the heart Mm -hmm. from the heart speak on it speak on it Um, But I feel like you can't look to other people. You can't compare your accomplishments to other people because your struggles aren't the same as other people's Mm -hmm. um, in order to val like to, to feel valid. Yeah. You know, I can't say, Oh man, this person's getting married and I'm on year three without a man. (laughs) I'm not valid. No, you're still valid. (laughs) You're very much so valid. And people would, they praying to be in the same position as you. Exactly, yeah. I think, to me, the whole root of what you're saying at the end of the day, what I've realized is gratefulness. That if you actually take the time to sit down and be like, dang, like, my life is pretty good. Right, yeah. I have a home. My parents are still married. I have a vehicle. If I want, if I don't have a vehicle, I could probably (laughs) buy one if I wanted to. And Eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in college, you know, like... So definitely, like, at the root of it all is always that gratefulness thing. I know earlier, too, when you were talking about validation or when we were talking about validation, is that sometimes we go into conversations with people seeking validation. Oh, 100%, yeah. We don't have an idea of what we want this person to say. They're like, please Please validate what I've just said. Mm -hmm. You know, even in just like a situation where you're like, oh man, you know, this happened the other day and it was really frustrating. I was at work and a customer or a patient or whatever, whoever, whatever job you have, like, they treat they tr- acted like this and this is what I did back or this is how I felt back and you know I think a lot of the time we'll look to that other person you watch their facial expressions you watch their body language to see like hmm do they agree with how I felt in that situation mm-hmm. do they think that I handled this well mm-hmm. um or like if you have a disagreement with a friend or a significant other whatever um oh you know am I they they look to this person to say oh you know am I right in this situation Instead of just saying, you know, this is how I feel, mm-hmm. this is what I believe, and I, I handled that situation according to, you know, what I think is best, or I handled that disagreement with my friend this way, or, you know, I broke things off with this person because I feel this way. Mm-hmm. And I also think that if you go searching for validation like that, it's just gonna, 
it can completely change your point of view to begin with. So like, let's say you're in a bad relationship and you break it off and you tell, you know, like a friend of yours, like, yeah, I broke up with them. They, you know, we just didn't want the same things. We were headed in a different direction. And your friend says something like, oh, but they were so nice and y'all were so cute together. And like, y'all are still young. You could figure it out. Like, you know, that can sway the way you think about what you just did. You know, it, it takes away your confidence in the decision you just made. So if you're... It can go either way. Exactly. Poorly, whether they confirm it or deny, or deny it. it. Yeah. So if you go into a certain conversation or if you're telling somebody something that's happened in your life with that val- seeking validation in the back of your mind, like it, it's never going to end good. Mm-hmm. Even if they, you know, agree with what you did yeah. because you're like, well, why didn't I feel fine with what I did in the first place? You know, why didn't I feel fine in breaking up with this person? Or why didn't I feel fine in deciding to drop this class or change my major or or whatever it is? Why couldn't I just feel fine with that by myself? Why did I have to call my mom and say, oh girl, um, I don't think I want to do this major anymore. Like she's like, stick it out. Stick it out. No, No, I don't want to. You know, I know this isn't what I want. Mm -hmm. You're valid enough that your decision, what you think about things is, you know, the, what you should do, the way yeah. you should handle it. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between asking for advice and seeking validation. Mm. What would you say is the major difference? I'd say asking for advice is you have your mind made up, mm. you know, and you feel confident in your decision. You just are looking for, you know, the best it, route to do it. Right, the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm going to break up with this person. I don't know why I keep coming back to that. That's not like a <laughs> a current thing for me. <laughs> Um, if there are any single men, preferably six foot uh, above, who no, just happened Emily, upon this? Emily, we're talking about actually, but no, open. we're but not not to val not to be valid. I am valid. <laughs> um, I'd be valid. I'd be val- I'd be valid. I am valid. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're seeking the best way. Yes. To so like you you already have your mind made up. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna you know this relationship isn't working out. Mm-hmm. How do I go about it best? How do I how do I break things off in the most beneficial way for myself and for other people? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not going to be in this major anymore. Mm-hmm. How do I go about finding a new major and making sure that like my credits are going to transfer right and whatever. This job isn't for me. Mm-hmm. How do I find the job? Like that's seeking advice. Yeah. Seeking validation is on. Oh, I don't know. I'm kind of thinking about doing this or like, I think it would be a good idea, but I don't know. What do you think? Mm-hmm. You know? And there's a difference. And in one of them, your mind is made up Mm -hmm. and it's entirely your decision. And then in another one, it's, you're really looking to that other person to tell you what to do. That you are going in the right, like just, yes, this is right, that's wrong, just the confirmation. And I think a lot of time we, we look for that confirmation when we don't get it, it sets us back even more, you know, Mm -hmm. like, oh man, I was really hoping you were going to say that this was valid or I was really hoping that you were going to say that that was a good idea and now that you don't I already had that thought in the back of my head and now it's it's even worse you know you killed it or now you're proceeding with so much caution when you didn't really need to um have you had a moment where people didn't confirm or validate you oh all the time (laughs) all the time um I um I had talked to my grandparents who Dolphos met my grandparents they're the cutest very sweet people. sweetest people they'd give you the shirt off their back um but I remember I um I started 
college as a biology major and I was dead set on being a doctor. <clears throat> and then after my first semester, I was like, you know what? I just, I really think that nursing would be a better career path for me. I really enjoy the patient interaction. I like talking to people and I like the helping aspect. And so I remember I had come home from Christmas break after a really rough semester. Um, Cause let's be honest, if you, I didn't study in high school. Did you study in high school? Not really. No, it didn't happen. Just come home and come chill home, out. chill out. And I was, I talked about being stressed. Where? Who? Because I just pushed it off to the day before. Exactly. But now I have two weeks to my test and I'm nervous. Very nervous. We start a new unit and I'm like, oh, this is going to be, this is not going to be good. <laughs> this is not going to end well. <laughs> Um, but I, anyway, I came home after this rough semester and I sat down with my papa, who is my biggest supporter, biggest supporter. Anytime we go into any sort of doctor's office together, he's got to tell them, oh, my granddaughter is a doctor. Papa, let me tell you, I'm not a doctor because your podiatrist has been looking at me some kind of way for the past three years. I'm not a doctor. I know nothing. But I remember telling him, you know, oh, I'm not going to be a doctor, Papa. Like, I want to be a nurse. And I know that from the bottom of his heart, his intentions were so pure. And he, his advice and his words came from a place of absolute love and admiration and just thinking the world of me. Um, but he said, no, uh, -uh no, no, you need to be a doctor. You need to be a doctor. Don't give up. You, you can be a doctor. And I just remember that made me feel so bad because in the back of my mind, you know, I was thinking, oh, I'm going to tell my papa I'm going to be a nurse and he's going to say, wow, that's a great idea. You know, you'll be great at that. Mm -hmm. And while he did believe that I would be great at that and he still does and he's still my biggest supporter, um, in that, that time, moment. that's not what I wanted to hear. Mm -hmm. I wanted him to agree with what I was going to do. Um, and so that definitely rocked my ship a little bit. You know, I was like, dang, I really thought I wanted to be a nurse, but Papa said this. And so I guess I shouldn't be, you know, and instead of going into the situation saying, Papa, I'm going to be a nurse. Mm -hmm. I'm switching my major. I'm going to be a nurse. I would, I, I like this, this, and this about being a nurse or the, the, you know, the field. I went into it with like, oh, Papa, I think I might do this. Mm -hmm. You know, what do you think? Instead of just being... That's content in my decision yeah. and just feeling that my opinion on this subject was valid enough just feeling that I was important enough and that what I wanted was important and enough people, to follow a lot of people give advice on like sometimes you kind of have to move on I mean whatever religion or whatever you follow but I know for me you pray about it maybe you talk to somebody you have a little more confidence that they kind of will lead you the right way and then from there until some plans are solidified then you bring it up with other people but I know like um that's what my mom always says is like you know you, you can't share your plans with everybody yeah she says that a lot yeah and that's that's definitely something I've learned as I've gotten older mm -hmm. that a not everybody is going to agree with your plan mm -hmm. Um, but not everybody knows exactly what you've been through, exactly what you can handle and what you enjoy. Yeah. So their criticisms on a certain subject or like a certain point of view of yours or whatever, you know, they're not informed. Yeah. Credit you know. limited. Yeah, exactly. So I like, I agree. I think that's an, 
you know, I should, I need to adopt that for myself. <laughs> Don't tell people your plans. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, uh, the rest of you will not hear the rest of my plans. No more on this No podcast. more. No more plans. Oh, uh, yeah. It's hard, too, because I really, I always want to tell people things, and then I have that in the back of my head, and their stuff is more, even more spiritual. Yeah. It's like, ah, the spirits, once you say it, the spirits will hear you, and, and I'm like, I don't believe in all that. But at the same time, a little part of me is like, maybe I shouldn't tell them I'm traveling at this time, on this day, whatever. They could be praying. I don't know. It's just a lot. Oh, praying against me. <laughs> it's just a lot. You wish you don't have to think about those things, but my mom already solidifies them in my head. That anybody's out to get you at any moment. Um, and it's not oh. anybody. Any kind of body. Spirits. Uh, anyways, oh. let's let that go. Um, should, we be, should we be worried that we're not engaged yet? That's our next talking point. That is our biggest talking point. Not a great sway into it, but should we be worried at all? I ask myself this every day. (laughs) I get up, I look in the mirror, I say, where's your man? (laughs) And then I say, you know what? We don't know where our man is, but we know where our degree is. Mm. And we gonna get that. Mm. I'm out here to get a BSN, not an MRS. And I'm gonna stand by that. MRS. Sometimes I think, God, there are people getting engaged every day on Facebook. I'm scrolling through. Somebody's getting their happily ever after. Or maybe not. Some of them I see and I say, oh, really? Okay, we'll see. No. I mean that with the best, you know, heart. Best intentions. But, um, and I say, oh, God, I'm literally the furthest I could be. You know those Instagram filters that are like a big thing now? Where like you, it like finds your face and it'll say in 2020 you'll be, and then it gives you whatever. Well, mine said married the other day and I physically choked. I said, not, no way, not a chance, not even a chance. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, dang, you know, I want to have, this is just a personal goal for myself. I would like to be dating for minimum a year, Mm -hmm. year and a half, preferably, before I get engaged. Mm -hmm. Then I'd like to be engaged for a year. (laughs) And then I'd also like to be married for two years before I start even thinking about children. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, they just take all your money. They do. I take all my mom's money. I love you, Laura. I'm so sorry. But, and I was like, damn, okay. By the time I'm done with nursing school, I'll be 23. And then the one, the one and a half year, then... Oh, how old am I going to be? And that's like if I got cracking right now. Yeah. And let me tell you that while the the field of nursing is a wonderful one, and I'm so excited to be going into it, it's not a field crawling with men. It's not. I definitely, I asked that question to you, how many guys are in your, your cohort? Very little. And let me tell you that you're not going to find them in the hospital either, because that could be a breach of HIPAA. <laughs> you got to keep HIPAA happy you know you can't just walk up to a cute guy and say oh what's your name that could come back on you <laughs> okay it's not really that strict but you know so i'm thinking well where am i gonna meet these people i don't frequent bars i just don't do it i'm 21 yes would i rather spend my money at a mexican restaurant yes i would do i want another mark or do i want a small queso as an appetizer i will take the queso <laughs> 20 times out of 20 mm-hmm. all, all the time mm-hmm. So I'm like, where am I going to find these men? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I know people who met their significant other on a mission trip in Africa and they <laughs> wrote the same thing in their wish journals and they shared them on the top of a mountain and they just got married in December. And I'm like, you know what? 
sometimes I'll see a cute boy on campus and I'll smile. I'm like, oh, hey. And he'll smile back and I'm like, oh, wow, this is it. This is it. And then I just think about him for probably about two weeks and how we're never, ever going to see each other again. And that, I'm going to say that hurts, you know? And I just get too excited too. I'm like, wow, what if this is the one? Mm. You can't, no, that's, he's not the one. He's just trying to order his Subway sandwich like you are. He is not interested in marrying you. Make eye contact. He's just happy to he's be here. He's just happy. That, oh wow, he hasn't eaten all day. He likes your sandwich choice. He said, toast it, me too. It gave you a smile. Like it a gave me a smile. He said, yeah, good old, good old toasted. Like, he loves me. He really loves me. And meanwhile, me. I sit in my car. First thing I do, call up my mom. This boy, mom, in the subway. <laughs> he was so cute. And he smiled at me. And see, my mom doesn't help me. Because mm. I don't nest, I don't really fantasize like this. I'm just mm. kind of, you know, being stupid. But my mom, however, she's she looks into things. I'll say, oh, there's this nice boy. He held the door for me today. <gasps> what did he look like? What did he look like? I said, oh, you, you know, junky, cute, you know. I like him, you know. I like him big. <laughs> I like him big. <laughs> um, and she'll say, oh, <laughs> he was flirting with you, Emily. He was flirting with you. You can't put those things in my mind. This man just held the door for me because I was too close to him to, <laughs> to politely not hold the door for me. It would have been insulting. The door would have hit me if he hadn't held it open. He wasn't extending an invitation to, to date, to marry. He just said, oh, this nice woman is walking behind me. and Pretty closely. <laughs> she's a little close. She's run late. I might as well give the door a slight little tap. And see, I'm saying, oh, the door was held for me. My mom's thinking, this man saw me get out of my car. He swung the door open. He did one of those after you hand movements. No, I ran up behind this guy and he gave the door a little extra push. You know how you do? Where, yeah. Like the door's not, you don't want it to close, but you <laughs> don't want to actually, tap. you're just a little tap and it kind of opens a little bit more and then you grab it and you open it the rest of the way. That's what happened. That man is not. That man is not my husband. That man is just. That man is probably somebody else. That man is picking up Subway else. for his wife. His wife. His him pregnant and, wife. Him and his kids. They need to eat Subway. And I'm in here thinking, wow, banana peppers. What does that say about him? Nothing. That means nothing. Quit looking into well, it. You saw like that meme that they have on um, Twitter where he's like, oh, hey you. I see that you put banana peppers. Like, have you seen the show You? Oh, yes. On Netflix? Yes, where he's like, oh, wow. you're intelligent. I can tell you're caring. <laughs> okay, in the least creepy way possible. I'm like, wow, what does that say about him? No olives. Me either. It's crazy. We're made for each other. <laughs> Emily, you're actually something else. But um, I think what we even got from that when we were discussing, like, you know, we always come back and we kind of have a breakdown of our semesters and like we're also from the same hometown so we kind of discuss things from our hometown and just being like, but at the same time, nobody from my school or my circle at my university is getting married. Yeah, no. The people that I surround myself with who, you know, you surround yourself with the people who best reflect you as a person, you know, and best reflect like what you want in life. You know, you're going to have friends that have similar goals, similar interests. That's just inevitable. Yeah. None of them are concerned with men. 
I mean, some of my one my one friend. They're concerned, but they're they're not concerned, but they're married, not married. Concerned. Married. They don't have. There's and nobody. We're also twenty one. We're so young. There's nobody lined up. You know. Yeah. I, I mean, think we could just forget how young we are too sometimes. But at the same time, I'm scared to have this conver- us to be still having this conversation <laughs> in a couple years. Four or five years. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to Delapo and Friends. Um, the year is 2028. <laughs> um, we're not married. Should we be worried? <laughs> Part two. It's just going to uh, be a crying episode. We're just going to, in between our sniffles, we're going to say, no, we don't need to well, seek validity in men. Yes. I was just about to say that. But we're valid. We we're, are valid. We're 100% valid. Um, I just noticed I said a word earlier, which is we're going to transition. I'm still working on my transitions, but... Um, I said bro earlier, and bro has been a oh. a weird word for me lately, because I feel like Emily, are we bros? We are. We're bros to we these men bros. out here, and I I don't put on fake lashes to be your bro. I'm gonna say it, but the thing is, Delapo, you and I have the kind of personalities that are just we're just like goofy. Like we are always laughing. We're always you know, playing around. I mean, we're serious when we need to be. Yeah, Don't yeah, get yeah. me wrong. Mm-hmm. The schoolwork, we got that. But if I'm like, wait, y'all are willing for me to act an idiot right now? I'm gonna do oh. it. I, I will do it. I will do it. Oh no, 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 no. No, you can't say that to me. I will do that. And, ah, and I and I think boys just, they just take that and they say, ah, good old pal, good bro. <laughs> And I just don't. My funny friend. My funny friend. My funny friend. Ah. And you know, you have you ever like with one of your friends who's like, oh, you know, your bro or whatever. Have you ever talked about yourself or like dating to them? They act like that is the most unheard of thing you ever. Date? date? What? Huh? Oh, this guy asked me, huh? You? You? Do you ever watch the show Arrested Development? Oh, I think I've seen maybe one oh, or two okay. episodes. Because there's like this one girl that the son was trying to date, and the dad would always be like, her? <laughs> <laughs> the uncle, her? <laughs> She'd be in the room, and they'll be like, her? <laughs> I hope y'all are not out here. Her? Her? <laughs> I've heard the way she talks on the podcast. Her? Here's the thing. We are we are capable of love. We are worthy of love. For sure. All of it, you know. Don't make that face. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think we Y'all be friend zoning us. I thought girls were supposed to friend zone guys. <laughs> even if I don't like you, I think I'm not even interested like in you. Like uh, that's the thing. I'm not out here wanting you to like I'm not like, oh god, I I love him. Why doesn't he love me back? But like, why don't you just love me? I'm great. <laughs> I mean, you know? And like, I feel like I'm being very transparent. As much as we're laughing, this is a big thing is, for me to say. Big. To I, admit that. Exactly. Y'all be broing me out here, man. I also do it to myself. Because oh, I yeah. noticed that it's become a word in my vocabulary. And I realized that guys pick up on that. Mine's um, dude. She's calling me man. She's calling dude. me bro. Dude, really? Dude. And then I catch myself and I said, why? What? You think this man is attractive. Why are you calling him dude? That's not. That never is. That's not healthy. That's not healthy. Because guess what? The second, the second he hits you back with a dude, your feelings are going to be big hurt. Crushed. Crushed. Hey, dude. Oh, 
Where'd he get that from? Why would he think? Why would he think to call me dude? That's ridiculous. <laughs> Who does that? Who gave him the idea? <laughs> Meanwhile, me literally 10 minutes earlier. Dude, I had to pee so bad today. It's just sometimes, you know, you just... It's just you're just yourself. If yeah. you're comfortable with somebody and they're like, oh, we're, we're bros now. Mm-hmm. No. That thing I said earlier, that was a mistake. Take it back. I don't want to be your bro. Stop broing. But at the same time, a lot of y'all out here that listen to my podcast, you're actually all my guy friends, so don't get it confused. I'm just saying there's just other moments. <laughs> not, not other guy friends that we have. Just There's just some moments where I casually meet people and I already feel like, I don't know. It's just a very confusing thing to me. I'm it's, still working through it. You just walk into the situation mm. as a bro. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that we're going to tie this one back. That's what mm. they call a callback. Mm. I think that ties back to us not feeling valid in ourselves sometimes, you know? We're like, oh, we know that... Well, at least for me. I won't speak mm-hmm. for you. I know that for me, my humor is like what people mm. like in me, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think if I go into a situation with a new person, especially if they're attractive and I really want them to like me, I just automatically default to my humor mm-hmm. because I'm like, ah, oh, man, I, I know I'm, I'm going to get him here. I'm going to kill him. This, is, this, I'm a, Joe. this next one is going to kill him. Do you know Joe? Joe mama? <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then I've already set the situation up for me. Mm-hmm. They said, oh, this is another bro. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. Especially at this time in our life, we've gotten to the point where I mean, we're casually friends with guys all the time. Yeah. But I'm like, dang, like, there's moments where I think there's just something I'm missing in the middle. I meet somebody and it's immediately more of a romantic thing. And mm. so sometimes that whole humor thing is missing. Missing, yes. Because I'm being all flirty, Delapo. I have to be serious and sultry and all this stuff. And I'm making <laughs> jokes and... I mean, they're kind of laughing, but I'm not really laughing at what they're saying because we didn't meet in a way that we we're not be compatible. Our, yeah, our senses of humor aren't compatible. Yeah. And on the other side, all that flirty stuff is missing because I'm just being comfortable. It, that's, then, that is li- exactly my problem. I, I just, I forget to flirt. I say, well, I guess I'm here and I'm staying here. This, the bro zone's kind of fun. The bro zone. <laughs> Stuck in the bro zone. <laughs> a Disney Channel original. <laughs> Stuck in the bro zone. <laughs> but oh then I'm like, goodness. okay, there's no way, no amount of flirting could get me out of here. Or I'm naming this even episode <laughs> Stuck in the bro zone. <laughs> but like, even if you, even if you were, you know, you're in the bro zone, you're like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna flirt. I'm gonna find my way out. Mm-hmm. You start flirting with them, and they're like, what are, what are you doing? What is, what is this? This feels weird. This what feels wrong. That? It's like, I already have girls for that. You're supposed I have, to be my funny I'm, friend. Yeah, you're, you're my funny friend. That one was to the heart. That one was to the heart. I am your funny friend, but check on no funny friend. Because your funny friend has feelings. And your funny friend does not want to be in your bro zone all the time. Sometimes your she would like you to compliment her. Your funny friend can be everything for you, man. Your funny friend can be the best thing that ever happened to you. I also your funny friend could take care of you in your old age. Remember that. I watched a video where like the lady was talking about that men have a high standard of what women. Also, I think me and Emily are both tense, so don't get me wrong on this. But they just have these unexpected um, 
expectations of looks. Men are more concerned on looks than women are. Oh, yeah. Women are more concerned <clears throat> on what they can provide a little bit more. Oh, yeah. Education, stuff like that. And so, or, even, or even just, like, personality yeah. and how they can make, you know, you feel. Mm-hmm. I, and so, I just... Her recommendation, she was an expert. I'm just helping y'all out. <laughs> she said... She said, I quote... She said... That y'all need to bring down y'all's little expectations <laughs> of what this woman's going to look like physically. And, you know, go for the person that you're most compatible with. I don't know exactly. why that actually came out, but... Okay. <laughs> compatible. There, I can't tell you how many instances, like, even Delapo. I mean, we grew up together, mm-hmm. you know? Those fo- good old formative years of liking boys. Age 12 to... Age 21. <laughs> but, like... You have even seen, you know, in my life and I've seen in your life that we have both had crushes on boys who we would not expect at all. I won't name drop, but Delapo knows who I'm talking about. I remember Delapo telling me, and we were in like maybe the eighth grade, ninth grade, that she liked this one guy. And I was like, what? Really? <laughs> really? But yeah, wait, him? him? <laughs> But his personality was so, like, so great. I mean, you would just laugh around him all the... Like, he was just so funny. Mm -hmm. And he was such a good person. And, like, he was pretty smart. And, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you develop a crush. You're like, wow, this person's great. And even, like, in the past recent months, I've, like, met people who I never would have expected to, like, be attracted to. And that way, just because everybody... Well... I think the majority of people have a type or they yeah. at least have a type in their head mm-hmm. of what they think, you know, they like and stuff. And I even met this one guy this summer and he was like the complete polar opposite of what I think is my type, you know? And I, by the time I like got home that day, I was like, Oh man, he's kind of cute. But I went in thinking, oh, that guy, you know, I didn't think anything of him. And I, that sounds like, oh, I didn't think anything of him. And I don't mean it like that. Yeah. But, you know, you walk into a room and you'll see someone, you're like, oh, that boy right there. Ooh, he's cute. And meanwhile, your friend is like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, so exactly. It's like what you, it's what you you're like, exactly. wow, I'm being opened up to right. more different guys. But just like his, the personality was great. I mean, he was just, his love for God was there. He was smart and, you know, in pharmacy school, you know, he, you know, the whole, the whole package, yeah. but he didn't look how I was, how he didn't look how you have an envision. I haven't envisioned. Yeah. yeah. He didn't, he wasn't the same type that like I've been not necessarily looking for, but like running into, if that makes that makes sense. Yeah. Running into like a car crashing. <laughs> um, but I, I think that speaks a lot on, you know, standards, beauty standards, whatever, going into a, a relationship looking for, oh, I want this guy to look like this versus their personality and who they are. Bring your standards down. Come on. Or, I mean, at the same time, just be more open. I don't know why just I feel like I'm begging open. y'all to love me. No, Please. I'm just, <laughs> that's not what I meant. I don't know how to describe my feelings sometimes, but I'm just saying that, like, this is a, some, I feel, what I'm saying is valid, and this is how I feel when it comes to the bro zone, and I know I do it to myself, and um, I think as I get older, it'll probably get better, because 
We're not in the whole college. Yeah. Just just be more receptive to your friends that are girls. Yeah. Who are Don't funny automatically girls. count them out. Who are funny girls. Because you know? here's the thing. Maybe they've counted you out, but maybe they haven't, you know? And that's and that's that. Check on your funny friends, y'all. And that's on what? That's, uh, that's on period. That's on period. <laughs> for real, for real. Alright, um, thanks y'all for listening. And we talked about a bunch of different things. We jumped in a little everywhere. But I hope that you found something. Emily, can you tell them something that in your life you feel like you are doing better or trying to do better? Hmm. Um, <laughs> lots of things. Mm-hmm. No, but in all honesty, I have really reflected on who I was. Just even talking with you tonight and getting, like, catching up and, like, going through, like, who we were kind of in high school and who we are now. I've gotten a lot better at accepting myself for me. Mm-hmm. You know, not every... There are very few people who look in the mirror and they're 100% happy with what they have. And yeah. if, you, if you're one of those people, I'm so grateful for you. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm... Congratulations. Shout out to Lizzo. Shut, my girl. <laughs> my girl. But, um... It's about, it's not about like looking in the mirror and being immediately happy with what you see and immediately happy with who you are. It's about looking in the mirror, mirror, what? It's about looking in the mirror and accepting like who's in the mirror right now and accepting that you're going to work towards whatever and you're going to work on yourself and you'll get there. And in high school, I was very much, I only ever like seeked, seeked, what is wrong with me? I only ever looked for valid, like validation. Um, and I find myself not doing that as much anymore. I just, I'll make a decision and I'm happy with it. I'm an adult. I've been through a lot of things that have made me the person I am today, good and bad, you know, and I'm just going to accept that, you know, what I feel about myself and, and what I'm doing now is valid. I'm valid. I don't know if that was the same point. We hear you. We hear you. We hear you. Uh, I would say for me in the case of doing better is not to get too much in my head because I think that's what brought it up when I told you about this whole bro thing uh not to get too much in my head and like at the same time I can't really change who I am so I think I should just be myself and not really be too concerned with how people perceive me because if anything y'all tell me if I'm doing something wrong that and I'll determine if ah, maybe I yeah. am being a little too let me know yeah let but me know at the same time I'm I'm just being me and I should stop getting so much in my head and be like dang is this person taking this as this or whatever and at the same time like I'm 21 leave me alone I shouldn't be so concerned about dating Delapo shut up and marriage all this stuff but this is all my thoughts they're just swirling throughout my head and me telling myself like what's wrong with you calm down so um, we have plenty of time we have a we lot have plenty of time, time. Fast forward six years. We have plenty of time. <laughs> no, but we we really do have yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> to yeah. Get, yeah. To accomplish everything we want, not mm-hmm. specifically marriage. Mm-hmm. We have plenty of time to get that MD, mm-hmm. that, that MSN. Mm-hmm. And hold off on that MRS. That MRS, we don't need her right now. Mm-hmm. She'll come eventually. And if not, you know. I mean, at least it doesn't come attached to any loans. Amen. Amen. So I'm oh good. I'm good with holding off. You, you know? could donate your life insurance to some some meaningful cause. Mm-hmm. Ne- never have to share a bed. True. That's MRS. A, that's that's not four year degree. That's not an eight year degree. That's a, that's a lifetime, lifetime degree. degree. 
If you if you do it right, that's a lifetime degree. If you don't drop out, you and, are always and working. Schools, you know, you'll be if fine. You don't drop- we don't switch majors. <laughs> Y'all switch the majors. Y'all switch majors. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. But, yeah. <laughs> all right, y'all. Oh, let's that's talk it. Go. That's all. I've all right. Bye, y'all. See ya. I'm going to say bye. Oh, bye. <laughs>